At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back in, everybody. It is the Pro Football Blitz, hour number two here. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you live from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. And if you missed our first hour, we kicked off the first segment with Mike Barth. He was one of the three remaining entries in Circa Survivor. Goes by the alias The Enemy Within and The Unfortunate Loser on the Wrong Side of the Colts game today. His pick to advance and collect a share of the $6.133 million was the Indianapolis Colts. And in dramatic fashion, of course, they fall to the Houston Texans. The Texans win the game, but they lose their number one draft pick uh, with the Chicago Bears losing to the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, but just a great segment there with Mike and uh, handled it all with class uh, on a tough day and did okay for himself financially because uh, he was able to, to make some good hedges along the way. Yeah, you know, and you feel good about that situation for Mike. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. I mean, spectacular um, to be able to sit down with him and uh, Mike and, and have him explain what it was like to participate, what it was like to almost win Survivor. Yeah, uh, that close. That close. I mean, I mean, there was a minute left. It, it's kind of like oh. the final 46 seconds with the Raiders and the Steelers when one guy almost scooped up the whole pot. You're right. Right. Uh, I think which would have been him, I believe, was – was uh, I can't remember. If no, that he got knocked out, I think. Uh, oh, maybe one of his entries or yeah. something like that? Yeah. I can't remember. I, we'd have to go look at our mm -hmm. notes because we had a list of all his sweats <laughs> throughout the year. Yeah. But um, Mike had just two entries, though. Yeah, so, and had them all the way down to the, you know, till, till around Christmas. Right, because we know some players that had six, you know, the maximum entries. And, you know, for me, looking forward to playing Survivor next year, I'm trying to manage, okay, how many entries do I really want? Mm -hmm. Like, does it get too complicated if I go six? Right. You know, or is three a good number? You know, for Mike to get this far and almost win Survivor – with two entries, I mean, that was remarkable. So. And interesting, his strategy where he said he typically was on the same team with mm -hmm. both entries, only yep. split it a few times. Yep. Um, so Jed and Browna are your two Circa Survivor winners. They will split up huh. uh, in half, $6.133 million. Not a bad day at the office mm -hmm. uh, for those two. Jed, of course, they were on our show yesterday. 
uh, Mike and Jennifer, I believe. Mike and Gen Jessica, was it Mike Jessica? Mike and Jessica. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Jessica. Buck Miller. Yep. Uh, local Las Vegas residents. So, uh, not Celebrating. Not, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> not a bad day for those two to pick up uh, a cool three-plus million dollars with a win on the Seattle Seahawks. And right. that was a heck of a sweat as well. Had to go to overtime to get that one home. And then Browna. Uh, he uh, got it done on Saturday, had the Jacksonville Jaguars with their win over the Tennessee Titans. And, you know, I was thinking, what, what a great position mm -hmm. to be in. Worst case scenario, you get $2 million. Best case scenario, you get 6 Right. And Brown has been partying since last night. Yes. And probably <laughs> continued into tonight, too, I'm sure. Uh, but, no, congratulations to everybody. Uh, that, was, that was an excellent, excellent contest. I mean, the rate of elimination alone yeah. uh, added so much intrigue. Uh, and then, you know, the question, will it last to Christmas? And, okay, we get through Christmas. And all these players got through the gauntlet, both of them, Thanksgiving mm -hmm. and Christmas. And, uh, you know, to come to the last week like that, and now you're going to chop up $6 million, that, that has to be uh, a great feeling. And then I, I think the largest payouts, too, right, from a, con uh, from a contest standpoint, when you think about just two people or two entries winning Survivor. Yeah, I, well, yes, yes, because last year there was five people mm -hmm. uh, that uh, each collected 1.2. Uh, there was a couple of guys that I think had 1.5 because of Derek's special thing where if you saved the Super Bowl winner or something like that. Right. Um, bonus. Yeah, the bonus. So I think a couple guys had 1.5 and the others had 1.2. But yeah, the, the largest cash in Circus Survivor history uh, with both guys uh, collecting over $3 million. And Sunday night football, of course, going on between the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field and a lot on the line for a lot of people in this one as well. Uh, I'm sure the Westgate Super Contest, uh, you know, is possibly coming down to this. We did see some activity in line movement at the Westgate, maybe some hedging going on there. We saw line movement quite a bit of it here at Circus and possible hedging going on there as well because we have the first place and second place contestants in Circa Million on opposite sides of this game. Mm -hmm. Our belief is we were informed before we came on the air our belief is that this game will decide the winner to who wins the Blue Blazer. Yeah, well think about the consensus uh, Brady so far from some Circa Million uh, you had the Dolphins plus one winner Winner. Then you had the Steelers minus two and a half. Uh, winner. And then you had the Rams plus six. Winner. Then you had the Titans plus six. Winner. Right, and now the Lions. So. And the Lions are plus four and a half. Plus four and a half uh, at the uh, Circa Million. And that line got as high as six on the Packers before kickoff. Right. Uh, the Packers did get a field goal. We mentioned that uh, in a prior segment uh, to make it six to three. Now we have gone to the second quarter, and the Packers' defense forced a Lions punt. So Aaron Rodgers and company are back out on offense here, uh, just the beginning of the second quarter there at Lambeau. And they have now moved to seven and a half point favorites in the live market. So they've got the ball, and they are driving it again up six to three currently at the beginning of the second quarter and now just as i say that they dropped to six and a half point favorites so maybe a stall there in the drive will get you caught up when they get back to the game here currently interviewing dan campbell uh on the sideline there and uh, it looks like he's his typical fiery self there and i imagine some questions about hey you know how are you going to play this game knowing yeah. you've been eliminated and i don't think campbell has any other way about doing anything yeah you know as a player i always wondered how my teammates could talk uh with chew in their mouth <laughs> like how you don't get too Did close he have to that. A chew in his I mouth? think he had something in there. I mean, how do you <laughs> how do you talk and speak and and you know not spit on somebody um, at the same time? So uh, he's doing a good job with the interview apparently uh, there. But uh, yeah, this is typical uh, divisional game so far. That's what it feels like. And uh, you got the big stage too. You know, all these both of these teams knows that everybody is watching these games, unless you're flying home right now, right, on your charter. But uh, for the most part, the entire league is watching this game. And a bad drop there by Alan mm -hmm. Lazard. That'll set up third and four for Green Bay here uh, just a couple of seconds in to the second quarter. Um, let's get to another recap here, the Buccaneers and the Falcons. This one going down in Atlanta, and Tom Brady did indeed start the game for Tampa Bay, and he got the scoring started with an eight-yard strike to his tight end, Kyle Rudolph, 7 to nothing Bucks with 10 minutes left 
in the first quarter. Uh, Falcons would respond with a touchdown of their own. The first touchdown pass of his career, rookie Desmond Ritter, he finds his tight end, Michael Pruitt, for six, and they were tied at seven apiece. Young Way Koo then booted a 49-yard field goal to end the first quarter to make it 10-7 Atlanta. Tampa tied it uh, at 10 with a Ryan Suckup 42-yard field goal midway through the second quarter. And then after the two-minute warning, Tom Brady found Russell Gage for a three-yard touchdown pass and catch, and the Buccaneers went into the locker room up on the Falcons 17 to 10. Atlanta would get a field goal in the third quarter to make it 17-13 and with 10 minutes to go in the quarter, Blaine Gabbert made his way onto the field for the Buccaneers replacing Tom Brady at quarterback. Desmond Ritter then threw his second touchdown pass at the end of the third quarter, finding Olamide Zacchaeus from 3 yards out and Atlanta was on top 20 to 17. 8 minutes left to go in the game. Cordero Patterson the battering ram. He bowls in from 2 yards out. 27-17 Falcons. Young Way Koo added another field goal to make it 13-7 Atlanta or excuse me, 30 to 17. Atlanta, and that is how it would end. The Falcons win and cover all numbers. 30-17, your final. Game goes over the total. Tampa Bay finishes the season as the division winner with a record below 500 at 8-9. and nine. The Falcons finish their season at 7-10. and 10. Yeah, I mean, a takeaway for me, uh, Tom Brady probably feels like he stayed sharp yeah. you know, uh-huh. for what he was in terms of being efficient, got a touchdown pass as well. So, you know, that's I, I think that's what Brady wanted to do. He wanted to prepare uh, and then go into a game with that mindset. So now he just rehearsed what he's going to do next week for the playoffs. And a lot of people are, are fearful. Well, I think if you are backing in Tampa, uh, you are you're hopeful and you're happy that you have this version of Brady. Uh, the other, everybody else with the Buccaneers, it seems like they didn't want to get hurt. That, that's how when I was watching this game, that's what it felt like. Uh, and you know, Atlanta can run the ball against anybody. We know that Algiers turning into. An excellent, excellent running back. Yeah, he is. Uh, they got a really good one-two punch. They just got to find a quarterback. Yep. And I don't know if Desmond Ritter is a guy. I don't think they're going to stick that or go that direction. There's a number of free agents uh, or, or quarterback situations that could arise and help Atlanta. We'll see what they do. Uh, Kyle Pitts, too, coming back. I think just building on the offensive line and that defense, uh, you know, Atlanta probably a little bit more competitive in a division next year. But, uh, you know, Tom Brady looking efficient. And going through what he went through, uh, he is poised for for this playoff run, perhaps. We'll see what happens, though, with that team, the rest of the team. Yeah, you know, I think you make a good point on Atlanta. I, I think they uh, have improved, mm-hmm. you know, from last year, certainly under Arthur Smith. And I, I think Smith, you know, he was kind of with Marcus Mariota at quarterback. I think he was forced to emphasize the ground game right. uh, this year. He just doesn't have enough horses yet. He, he's really got to build that team with some more talent. Um, but, you know, they were not a bad team this year. I mean, they went on that run where they covered six straight spreads. Um, certainly didn't like to bet them as a favorite, but right. today with the different situation, Tampa Bay sitting all their starters in the second half, they did cover as a favorite. But I, I think there are some positives, certainly, that you can take away uh, from the season uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. And, and Tampa Bay, uh, I, I don't know, Mike, uh, you know, I don't think they have been a very good team all mm. year long. They are now going to face the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs, and Dallas will try travel to Tampa. Uh, you mentioned it earlier before the show, Tom Brady 7-0 and in his career against the Dallas Cowboys, and we'll talk about the Cowboy game a little later, but boy, they aren't looking too hot right now either. No, they're not. I mean, uh, that's the definition of limping into the playoffs if yeah, the Dallas is. Cowboys, but they double-digit wins too, though. I mean, what's going on with the Cowboys? And to a, to a, to a person, I've asked this question many, many times, do you trust the Cowboys? And to a person, the answer is no. I know. I know. (laughs) I mean, they just don't look that good right now. No, they don't. Dak Prescott's making a lot of mistakes. Mm -hmm. He's turning the ball over. Uh, The punter fumbled a snap today. Uh, You had a muffed uh, punt return. The punt returner fumbled it. I mean, there was just a ton of mistakes for the Cowboys today. Uh, The Green Bay Packers get another field goal, 9-3 to now in favor of the Packers early second quarter. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Winter sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for our new promotions like Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. It's a whole new game. Welcome back into the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you live from the Circa Resort and Casino in fantastic, fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. And boy, there's a buzz in the air here tonight with uh, the final day of the NFL regular season and all these contests being decided. And, of course, we have a game in front of us here, the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers that are going to decide the fate of the Westgate Super Contest and also the Circa Million. And I can't confirm the Westgate Super Contest. Pardon me. I, I was mistaken. It is going to decide the, fa- the fate of Circa Million mm-hmm. for sure as you have Enut. Uh, laying four and a half with the Packers. And then you have the second place team, Chief, who we interviewed on the football contest show mm-hmm. on Saturday, uh, on the Detroit Lions catching four and a half. Now, right now, the Packers are up nine to three. They got another field goal, under 12 minutes left to go in the first half. Uh, nine to three currently in favor of the Packers. No first touchdown yet scored for our. Our producer, Dan Miller, who's got a ticket on Christian Watson to get that home. Yeah. Um, but uh, all kinds of stuff on the line here and, and with Circus Survivor and everything going on, th- this casino has really got something in the air to it tonight. Nice vibe to it. Yeah. And I got here a little early because obviously we, friends are in town um, and just wanted to hang out and, and soak it all in uh, here at Survivor. I, I, w- I was hoping um, Mike and Jessica from... Uh, Survivor was going to be here as well because you know that Saints. I'm mean, assuming the Seattle Seahawks game was that, yeah that was an wild ultimate finish. sweat, ultimate sweat. Um, but you know, yeah, Chief is here. We interviewed them. Uh, these guys are having a great time. Uh, you can see them behind us too, having a great time, uh, and they're sweating it out. And, and, and Derek's contest, Derek's team, right, yeah. and Derek's place. So uh, I think that's outstanding. I, I think you got to soak in that type of experience, right? Uh, and then also you're going to enjoy yourself because you're doing the right thing from a business standpoint and you're going to make some money. Right. You're going to make a lot of money. Uh, but this contest, both of them came down to the wire. And, that, and certainly that's what you want to see uh, when, I mean, the capping on these. Like you, you did the percentages, so 69.5%. Yeah, I believe um, the leader, Enut, uh, mm-hmm. of uh, Circa Million was uh, currently hitting 69% heading mm. into this week. Un- un- unbelievable, really, to think about it that way. Yeah, you know, it's also kind of, you know, surprising. We had roughly 4,700 contestants in Circa Million. I think it was like 4,698 or whatever. Yeah. So basically 4,700 people in the Circa Million contest. And we'll see what the final percentages come out to. But 
I'm actually a little surprised that it wasn't at 70% or higher. Yeah. I think when you have that many people, you, you can have a, a real random result. Um, so the fact that you have that many people and we might finish with a winner under 70%, to me, is a little bit surprising. Well, the, did this year surprise you at all in terms of what we saw the league turn into? Like, you know, along the way, all the weeks we've done the show, it's, it's like, okay, the quarterback means so much to the number, but it's a year of the backup quarterback, yeah. the third-string quarterback yeah. this year. And it's like, okay, where, where else do you go as a, as a capper or certainly – as a better in terms of trying to find the right plays each and every week. I, I think if you're hitting right around 70% in today's environment in the National Football League, that's extraordinary, really. Oh, sure. No, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, hey, 60% uh, 60%, right, absolutely. You know? um, but I think to win these contests in this day and age, when you have thousands of entries, mm -hmm. uh, you're going to get more randomness, and yeah. you're going to have somebody hit 70-some uh, percent. It just seems to be that way. Uh, it, you can hit 60% in contests now and not even cash. Right, right. You know? Yeah. So you, you, you have to go to that next level. So I was just saying it's a little surprising that the winner might actually finish under 70%. Yeah, With, I mean, with 4,700 people taking a crack at it. Right, yeah. You know, usually you just have, you know, some some randomness happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I just thought, you know, if you certainly, I, I, I lean on you a lot when it comes to these games and, and contests and, and certainly capping uh, and just the challenges that you had or you felt this year being so different than, uh, I guess, what we saw the NFL turn into from a passing league standpoint, too. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think as every year goes by, I learn more as a handicapper and mm -hmm. a better. Every day that goes by, typically, I learn something new about handicapping and betting. And so, you know, the, the NFL is certainly one of my areas of focus, the NFL and golf. Mm -hmm. I always say for everything else, I listen to smart people. Um, but, you know, handicapping the NFL for many, many years, the style of play is, has changed. Right. Uh, but, you know, I think a lot of the handicapping, you know, you go back to our pro tips, and, and we've got to do a pro tip here pretty soon. We didn't do one in the first hour. Um, but, you know, so many of those pro tips are just basic uh, handicapping 101 nuggets that you learn over time, and and they and a lot of times they don't ever change. Right. You know, even though the style of the play and the game and that type of thing, uh, road under or uh, um, home underdogs that went outright and go into the role of the road mm -hmm. favorite the next week, that works like uh, a charm year in and year out. Sure, sure, and it doesn't matter the style of play. Right. I mean, I it think, just some things yeah. don't change, yeah. even though you know, coaches and, and going for it on fourth down mm -hmm. and, you know, all the, all the things that we see in the NFL these days. Now, now some things change too, like with more people going for the two pointer and, and the, the movement of the extra point, making it further back, you're getting more games that land on different numbers, not so much just three and seven, like the old days, right. but you'll get, you'll get different results as far as that's concerned. And I think what was profitable because, you know, the dog situation, you know, multiple ways of winning that. Right. And, um, for me, teasing through eight mm -hmm. was highly profitable. Yeah. Um, because, you know, the coaches, they talk about it all the time. You know, never used to be the case, but there's an analytics guy or a person, you know, in the coaches, the head coaches here. And, you know, they map out all the situations too. Now, they don't always make the right decisions. We, we've seen that play out too. Uh, but just the style of play and the way that games are game planned, I, I think uh, they have room for possessions. Like, for me... Two years ago, I, I thought football was uh, aligning themselves with basketball from a strategy standpoint and the coach's standpoint. Like, you know, scoring, the NFL, they want to see more scoring. Okay, mm -hmm. we're going to throw the football. We're going to do this. We're going to go up and down. We're going to use pace. Mm -hmm. uh, but now this year, uh, even as the pace has slowed down, I still think the concepts from basketball are applied here uh, with some of these football coaches. And for me, that, that's been profitable as all as well uh, as, as you just notice and, and – and, and kind of file that away, write that down, and those tendencies have really helped me out this year. Well, very good, very good. Yeah, any angle you can find mm -hmm. and make it work, absolutely. Uh, the Detroit Lions, uh, the drive ends here. Uh, they were forced to attempt a 46-yard field goal, uh, and that is going to be wide oh. left. No good there for Detroit. Uh, under seven minutes left to go, just over six minutes rather to go at uh, in half in the first half here in Lambeau Field. Nine to three remains your score. Packers out in front 
And uh, the Green Bay Packers now a seven and a half point favorite in the live market. Your live total all the way down to 41 and a half. Uh, let's squeeze in a little recap here, Mike, uh, before we go to break. The Panthers and the Saints, uh, kind of a boring game, really. Uh, New Orleans got things going on their first possession of the game. Andy Dalton to Chris Alave from 25 yards out, and it was 7 to nothing Saints just four minutes into the game. And that is all the scoring we would see in the first half. And then the Saints go into the locker room with a 7 to nothing lead. But Carolina would get it going in the third quarter with a 13 over eight minute drive, or excuse me, 13 play over eight minute drive, ending in a Sam Darnold rushing touchdown. He did fumble as he was going in and it was recovered by Panthers offensive lineman, Michael Jordan. And we were tied at seven apiece. And then as time expires, Eddie Pinheiro boots a 42 yard field goal for Carolina and the Panthers win it outright as three and a half point underdogs, 10 to seven year final game stays uh, under the total. The Panthers finish their season at seven and 10 new Orleans also ends their campaign at seven and 10. Yeah. You know, stayed away from this game. You know, the only play, it was a lean towards Carolina. I mean, the Saints, I, I lost money on them this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just wanted to stay away from that team. The Aints, they're the Aints to me yeah. now, Brady. Uh, they've always been the Aints as a, as a dirty bird, as a Falcon. But, uh, you know, Sam Darnold, gosh, what does his future hold? What, what's going to go on with that guy? You know, um, I, I think, um, you know, th- this, these last few weeks when mm-hmm. he was kind of reinserted into the lineup, mm-hmm. he had some pretty good games. And I think, a lot of teams out there might be happy to have him as a backup quarterback. Yeah, I think so, because he got elevated with the fifth-year option. So he, he was around that $16, 17000000 million range. And mm-hmm. you would think if you get a raise, that your next step will be another raise, right, with a contract. But I don't know if he's a franchise guy, and I don't know if there's a team out there. I don't think there. he is, yeah. yeah. So, but I think he's a pretty good backup. Yeah, and you look at the game today. I mean, it it was pedestrian. If yeah. At best, what, five completions? <laughs> Well, so it, it's like they took that away. Like we want everybody to know Sam Darnold is not an option for us next year. Yeah. Uh, even our own team, I, I think. And uh, they got to win. But, you know, I think the win is big for Steve Wilkes's future. See, I was about to get to that in terms of did he do anything to kind of secure. Now, they talked to Jim Harbaugh. They, they already talked to him. OK, uh, I, I didn't so, know that. Yeah. And I mean, it, Harbaugh's agent is out there doing a lot of work for this guy. Right I now. imagine. Um, of course, you have allegations now yeah. at Michigan as well. So mm-hmm. time to get out, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> uh, we'll discuss this a little more on the other side about the Carolina Panthers and the New Orleans Saints and where they are going forward into 2023. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. You want to know where the money and the bets are moving for every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can not just check out today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits is another way that VSIN's here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Welcome back into the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you. And it looks like the Green Bay Packers, were they going for it on fourth down there? Well, I, I think they did once the guy jumped into the neutral zone. So they got ah. called for offsides, right? Um, Aaron Rodgers doing his old trick there. Yeah, but it's hard to time it up. But as soon as he jumped in there, Aaron, they snapped the football. Yes. Uh, and I think they practiced that. Uh, and <laughs> so... Uh, it, it's still fourth and one, but now they're going to go. So maybe it, right? it was fourth and six or yeah, something like that. Six, yeah. uh, offsides yeah. on Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you have fourth and one for right. the Green Bay Packers. They are in Detroit territory at about the 41-yard line of the Detroit Lions, currently leading this game 9-3, to three, uh, less than three minutes left to go. Uh, in the second quarter, so just about to halftime. Uh, got the two-minute warning coming up here pretty soon, and Aaron Jones is going to get the first down. Uh, gets about two yards uh, on that run there for the Packers, so the drive stays alive. Two and a half minutes now left in the second quarter with a 9-3 to lead for the Green Bay Packers. They are nine-and-a-half-point favorites mm. in the live market, and your live total all the way down to 40-and-a-half. 
Uh, Mike, in the last segment, we were, of course, talking about the New Orleans Saints and the Carolina Panthers. Their game earlier today, of course, the Panthers win that one uh, 10 to 7. Interestingly enough, you flip flop that, and that's the record of both of those teams 7 and 10. The Saints and the Panthers finish the season at 7 and 10. And, and I think one of the topics that is going to be talked about here coming up, and, and there's you know, I, I wonder if there's a betting market. There's a betting market for first coach fired. Okay. I wonder if there's an under-over on, you know, Black Monday on how many coaches will be fired. Um, but the names of Steve Wilk and Dennis Allen will come up. And I, the Saints finished the year pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would have been a fourth win in a row for New Orleans. So, you know, they just beat Philadelphia last week. That was a real good win. Their defense had been outstanding, really, for the last, like, five or six weeks of the season. It was always a good defense all season long, but they were really good down the stretch here and and even held Carolina to 10 points today. Um, But outside of that, I just don't know if Allen's the guy. Um, It was weird the way he handled the quarterback situation all year, never put Jameis Winston back in the lineup. Um, I I just don't think, uh, you know, Pete Carmichael was very creative with the play calling. They were were a very vanilla team, so I'm not sure if Dennis Allen is going to be the guy there going forward. And then Steve Wilkes, I, I think uh, I think he's got a shot because I, I, I believe or what I've heard is that the players really like this guy. I thought he did an unbelievable job in finding ways to motivate his team when it looked like, you know, the season was uh, a complete wash. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those two guys, uh, I, I think both uh, have question marks next to their name uh, going forward. Yeah, you know, you know, the coaching situation is always interesting. I mean, I think Dennis Allen was retained or, or became the head coach from a defense coordinator uh, on that team for continuity reasons and you talked about Carmichael taking over play calling and duties even though he's been a longtime coordinator uh, but he's going to call the game now uh, and how talented is he he's not as talented as Sean Payton we no know that. we could tell that um, all year yeah, absolutely so did they mismanage the Jameis situation yeah Jameis was playing with a broken back mm-hmm. earlier this year he probably shouldn't have been out there and then he loses his job to injury because Andy Dalton replaced him and so for Dennis Allen to think that his team was going to make the playoffs with, with Andy Dalton, that's criminal. <laughs> that's criminal. Now, he gets a lot of credit because the defense was outstanding. I, mm-hmm. I think you just go through the games. I mean, how many p- opponents did they have or did they hold under 20 uh, points? And, and down the stretch, you're looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, seven uh, opponents that they held under the 20 points. 20 well, points that's two fewer. weeks in a row they held their opponent to 10. Yeah, yeah. And so defensively, I mean, absolutely. Oh, yeah, actually, count, count eight because they're in Carolina too. So um, I, I don't know where they're going to go. I know that defense is aging. Yeah. We saw some injuries uh, up here. Uh, and, you know, is Dennis Allen this guru? And if he is, I mean, I don't know if he's a head coach then. I mean, he should be a defense coordinator, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, and they don't have a quarterback, so no. There, there's some issues with that team. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's and, not the defense, right? And salary cap issues too. On top of that, so they, they're trying to restructure some players. I'm sure they're going to change that roster, but they've also drafted okay, you know, and and they developed some players uh, along the way as well. Yep, I, I would agree with that. I, I think their drafts uh, have been good in recent years. Chris Olave mm-hmm. turned out to be a great yeah. uh, rookie star for that uh, club. Scored the only touchdown for New Orleans. Did Chris Alave. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, we've reached the two-minute warning. They've still got the ball in Detroit territory, facing a second and four here with a minute and a half left on the clock. Uh, let's get to the Patriots and the Bills. The Buffalo Bills, they received the opening kickoff, and Naheem Hines returned at 61 yards for a touchdown. What a way to open the game for the Bills and their fans, given the week that they had been through. I would later find out, Mike, I don't know if you heard this, but Naheem Hines returning that touchdown for a kickoff or <laughs> returning that kickoff for a touchdown for the Buffalo Bills. It had been three years and three months since the Buffalo Bills had had a kickoff return for a touchdown. And of course, DeMar Hamlin, number three. Uh, just a wild aligning of the stars there. Uh, the Patriots would respond, however. Uh, Mac Jones to Jacoby Myers, great catch in the back of the end zone, and we were tied at seven. Early second quarter, Josh Allen to Dawson Knox from four yards out, 14-7 Buffalo. Under four minutes to go in the half. The Patriots respond. Mac Jones, uh, Mac Jones to Devontae Parker from two yards out, and we were tied at 14. Bills had a chance late in the second quarter, but Josh Allen was hit, and then he threw his fifth red zone interception of the season, 14-all at the break in Orchard Park. 
Patriots get the ball to begin the second half. They go on a five-minute drive, get into the red zone, and Mac Jones is intercepted by Tredavious White at the one-yard line on a fade to Nelson Aguilar. Bills backed up deep in their own territory, and Devin Singletary fumbles, giving the ball right back to New England. Patriots turn that into a field goal, and they took the lead, 17-14, their first lead of the day. Patriots then kick off, and Naheem Hines again. He returns at 101 yards for a touchdown this time, his second one of the day, 21-17 Buffalo. Then at the end of the third quarter, Josh Allen scrambling to his right, chucks it up and finds John Brown, the speedster, from 42 yards out, and it was 28-17 Bills. Mac Jones the other way with just under 12 minutes left in this game. He finds Devontae Parker from two yards out. Two-point attempt is no good, and we had a one-possession game, 28-23 in favor of Buffalo. Then nine minutes left to go. Josh Allen throws an amazing pass to Stephon Diggs for a 49-yard touchdown, 35-23 Buffalo. New England would have another chance late, but Mac Jones intercepted for the third time in this game. That sealed it. 35-23, your final Buffalo. They win and cover. The game goes over the total, and the Patriots are eliminated from the postseason. They finish the season at 8-9. The Bills are the number two seed in the AFC. They finish with a heck of a record, 14-3. Yep, Bill Belichick, um, A.B., after Brady. (laughs) (laughs) Two losing seasons to one winning season in a playoff appearance. Yeah. It's difficult when you don't have – that key guy, um, Mac Jones, what, 14 touchdown passes to 11 INTs this year, I think. Um, and, and you wonder about the ability of Mac Jones. Like, when you're, when you're Buffalo and you're confident because you know that you can score 30 points a game or close to that, mm-hmm. that's a weapon. You know, that, that, that's something that's just different. When you're a team like New England and you can't average close to 30 points a game, uh, that's a detriment. Right. And, and so I, I think when you look at Belichick, forget about the Belichick tax, you know, from a betting standpoint, I don't know if that exists without Tom Brady or an offensive coordinator that would help. Uh, and then, you know, Mac Jones does not deserve to have any type of um, respect in the market, I, I believe. Uh, now, Belichick defensively, absolutely. But when you play teams like this, I mean, uh, you know, it, it, even inside a division, even, right? I mean, you're, you're thinking about a game that was filled with a lot of emotion, slow start by Buffalo, mistakes by Josh Allen. But again, they overcome that because they're so good. Mm-hmm. They are that good uh, across the board, defensively and offensively, special teams. And, and Bill Belichick uh, was known for being that type of attention to detail. And special teams has hurt New England this year as much as I, I think Mac Jones or a lack of an offensive coordinator has. They had it going for a while. I mean, you know, 28-23. I mean, the Patriots were really in this game for most of the game. Uh, And then the Bills just pulled away late, and a lot of that had to do with the Mac Jones interceptions. Mm -hmm. Uh, By the way, Aaron Jones fumbles for the Packers, and the Detroit Lions recover. They take over on offense deep in their own territory with now under a minute left in this first half of football. Packers still hanging on to a 9-3 lead, uh, but they are now 5.5-point favorites, down to 5.5-point favorites in the live market, and your live total really taking a hit now at 36.5. And uh, good news for Lions backers, bad news for over backers. That latest turn of events there as the Green Bay Packers certainly had a scoring opportunity, but Aaron Ground, uh, Aaron Jones puts the ball on the carpet. We'll be back with more in just a moment. The Pro Football Blitz right here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Winter sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for our new promotions like Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. It's a whole new game. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you here inside the Pro Football Blitz, checking out Sunday Night Football and uh, an interesting situation there for the Detroit Lions. It looked like they were going to try and run another play and get a little further into field goal range, uh, but they do use their final timeout. Uh, it's going to be roughly a 53-yard field goal, I believe, as they have gotten the ball down to about the 36-yard line of the Packers. They are indeed going to run a play. They do and get a little closer, and it works out. They They've now got two seconds left on the clock, and they're able to get a timeout there. Did the Packers call a timeout before? Packers called a timeout, trying to get organized, I think. Okay. Um, the play clock was under five seconds, though. Yeah, it was like two <laughs> or one. When they called timeout, it was like, wait a minute. That was very weird. Uh, yeah, so you helped out Detroit. Detroit obviously felt confident enough to operate under five seconds of one timeout. Yeah. Uh, and now they give uh, Bagley a, a closer shot here for a field goal. Yep, Michael Badgley uh, comes on now, and it looks like this will be about a 47-yarder. Just two seconds left in the first half here from Lambeau Field. Green Bay currently on top, 9-3, and we've got some confusion up front here. Another game stoppage uh, and a flag. We've got a fight up front. A little bit of a brawl going (laughs) on. These division rivals, certainly uh, Lions and Packers, not uh, the best of friends there in in the NFC North. Um, Mike, it was funny, uh, last segment we were, of course, talking about the Bills and the Patriots game. The Bills win that one, uh, win and cover. Uh, Patriots eliminated from the postseason. You were talking about Bill Belichick, A.B., after Brady. Um, It it was uh, earlier this week, I believe, and and we've also talked about this, how many backup quarterbacks we've seen this entire season, Uh, a record number of different starting quarterbacks in the NFL in 2022. I believe it was on Twitter. There was a question, you know, what's the first name you think of when when I say backup quarterback? And some guy's response was Mac Jones. Oh, oh. <laughs> and yeah. you know what? I, I think today it was accurate. Three interceptions. Yeah, yeah. No, he. Um, I, I know some people wanted to buy into him, and you know, he goes from Saban to Belichick. It's the perfect um, environment mm-hmm. for him to go sure. to because what he came from. But he's different. His mannerisms and uh, the nature that he plays the game, uh, it's, not, it's not a leadership role that he's in. You know, and yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know how empowered he is, but that football team around him, you know, there's some younger players, but it, it's mostly older players. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know what the Patriots are going to do. I mean, Mac Jones is in a situation where they got to make a decision on him, whether they're going to elevate him from a – fifth-year option, they, they, they start thinking about that, or they're going to go in a different direction. Um, so I'm not that high on Mac Jones. I, I thought last year, 
Josh McDaniels and what they did and what that roster kind of helped the situation. They made the playoffs. Uh, but this year, with no offensive coordinator uh, and no consistency, uh, you know, I think Mac Jones was exposed this year. And, and certainly there was times where I was looking to bet against the Patriots. And, you know, there's times to bet for him. But the Belichick tax was out there. And that was an opportunity that I recognized after a win. And, okay, it looks apart. And it looks great. Okay, the following week or, or you know, several weeks after that, uh, you're able to cash a ticket because it's not what people thought it was all along. I, I think that's uh, an interesting point you bring up there. And maybe we can do a couple of pro tips because we didn't do one in the first hour, but we'll do one here now. And I, I think you bring up a good point there that – Sometimes there's a little bit of a tax in the point spread because of the Belichick factor. Uh, factor, uh, and I think that's true for some other people in the league too, like like Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, and this week was a, a prime example of teams having inflated uh, point spreads because they were in must-win situations, and you know the, the the masses, the general public, likes to lean on those teams to cover those games when they're playing for something versus a team that's not playing for anything. And we saw a number of those situations, and we do every year, where the team that's not playing for anything covers the spread. Take the Los Angeles Rams. They almost won that game outright. The Detroit Lions, by the way, just kicked a field goal, and we go to the locker room uh, 9-6 to six now. So Detroit currently covering that number, closed in the neighborhood of four, four and a half, even some fives and sixes out there. But right now, Detroit inside the number. Uh, they are four-and-a-half-point underdogs right now in-game. Your in-game total all the way down to 38-and-a-half. Uh, but the pro tip, uh, there are certain situations and, and players and coaches, and I think you know the point specifically that you make is oftentimes you pay a tax uh, for Bill Belichick uh, more so than you might pay you know, for just a run-of-the-mill coach, and, and maybe, you're, maybe you're paying a little bit you know, when you've got an absolutely awful coach too uh, mm-hmm. the other way. So, uh, but I think that one makes sense. And then you also brought up something. We'll do two-for-one here. Of course, you can find all these at vsin.com slash tips, become a, sub- uh, a subscriber, and you can sort them all by sport and by show. We do roughly 20 a day here, one every hour on vsin. Again, vsin.com slash tips. But the other one I found very interesting that you brought up was uh, an angle or, or a, a strategy or a practice that you've brought into your handicapping uh, style or routine is you know, the, the basketball effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could sp- explain that again, how you kind of relate that into handicapping a football game. Because N- NFL, I mean, a lot of people understand it this way too. I mean, it's become more and more of a possession game. Right. Um, we just saw that play out on Sunday Night Football here at the end of the half, and managing timeouts and, and those situations are always key. You know that. Uh, but then also, how many opportunities are you going to have uh, offensively to go up and down the field? In other words, how many drives are you going to have? I mean, during a regular season, you can expect 12, uh, maybe 11. You know, you can skew it higher sometimes up to 13 drives a game. And as an offense, you kind of know what you have to be. You know, you got to score at least 50% of that. I mean, touchdowns, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so if that's condensed, like it will be moving forward in the playoffs, which teams have been very efficient with their possessions? And that's what I start to do as we get closer and closer to the playoffs. Uh, and you look at these teams, and, and you're, if you're highly familiar with these teams, you understand how efficient they are with possessions and uh, what they're capable of doing. And then certainly defensively, the teams that they're facing, uh, opportunities that they can p- uh, present or, or create by getting turnovers too. Uh, so I combine all of that. So to me, it's like you know it, the NBA, you know, watching basketball, possessions versus steals or or pace of play even at times, uh, depending on the teams and the matchups. So I, I think the NFL and their quest for more scoring has really started to mimic what we see in the association. So that, that has been helpful as well. I was trying to find a ranking here of uh, points per possession mm-hmm. in the NFL, and maybe we can find it uh, as we uh, roll on here throughout the show. But I did find uh, points per play. Okay. Uh, you know, the the average amount of points you're getting uh, per number of plays, what have you. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, number one in the league with almost half a point per play. Mm-hmm. So how many, you know, how many uh, plays are you running per game? What's that typically, Mike, about 70 to 90? Um, average, on average, right around 65, I 65. believe. 65, okay. 16 to 65. In that number, you can say a range of 60 to 70 plays a game, though. 
So so let's say it's 65 mm-hmm. and Kansas City scoring almost half a point uh, per play, uh, then then there's that would translate into scoring about 30 points a game. Kansas City, yeah, yeah. right, absolutely, and they're, they're, I think they are averaging what 29 almost Probably. 30 points yeah. a game. Yeah, because um, you know four uh, point four five three mm-hmm. points per play yeah. for the Kansas City Chiefs. But but I like. I like what you've done there, and, and you know that's that's a big JVT, our resident NBA handicapper. Uh, points per possession, mm-hmm. I know, is a big thing that he leans on in the NBA. So the, I like the way you've uh, translated that over into the NFL. Yeah, I mean it's really helpful for me. And then you know the forward-looking indicator of play selection uh, really, you know, illustrates or or helps you understand the makeup of a team. Mm-hmm. Like you know, if you look at Kansas City. And I don't know offhand. I mean, I could look it up, but I, I think they're fairly close to being a balanced attack. And, you know, balanced attack in, in the National Football League offensively is 60-40, mm-hmm. uh, not 50-50. 50-50 is, is balanced, obviously, by definition. But if you can go 60-40 and skew it that way a little bit, uh, and, but run the ball effectively enough, uh, if you're close to that, then now you are capable of running the football and throwing it, but certainly the adjustments that what you need to get to, uh, th- those are there for you as well uh, as a football team offensively. So uh, in addition to being prolific, averaging 30 points a game, I mean, Kansas City, uh, they really are clicking uh, when you look at it and you break it down that way. And then, like you mentioned, what they're doing with possessions. I mean, uh, that is so uh, key as well, I think, as we enter the playoffs. All right. I like it. A couple of good pro tips there. Uh, be careful about paying a tax for certain players that is involved in a point spread, possibly Bill Belichick. Maybe uh, you're paying a little extra when you're trying to bet on him or against him. Uh, maybe that's factored into the point spread a little bit. Other players in the league, Tom Brady, maybe, maybe paying the tax on him. And then also Mike's pro tip there about using points per possession, the basketball model, and transferring that over to the NFL. Another hour in the books. We'll come back. We'll play a little game. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.